The Midnight Snack Podcast would like to acknowledge the Darawal and Bidjigal people as the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on today. We would like to pay respects to elders both past and present and extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people across this nation listening today. What up everyone, this is Lolly with an I, not a Y, get it right. This is Ru, aka the Culture Black Kid. And you're listening to the Midnight Snack Podcast. Let's go. Australia's Tastiest Podcast and your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. Here to bring you the latest, greatest and add to your playlist. How are we doing today, Lolly? Yeah, I'm good. I'm chilling. I got my nails done today. Feels great. What about you? Nice. What colour did you get uh, your nails done? They are like a nude colour and they've got a pink design on them. I'm showing the camera right now, so make sure if you want to go see my nails, which I know you all do, head to our Instagram and our TikTok. Look. They look nice. They're pretty. I like them. I like them. Thank you. Thank you. What about you? What did you get up to? Ah, uh, not much. Work week has been a work week been long but you know i'm glad it's the weekend i'm going to melbourne with oh well by now the time you're hearing this i would have gone to melbourne but i'm going to melbourne with my girlfriend mish and yeah i'm looking forward to you know a trip i haven't been to melbourne in it's been a while it's been over five years i think so so yeah yeah, i'm looking forward to it only it's only just for the weekend but yeah like i said very very much looking forward to it are you planning to attend any gigs when you're there um, probably not just because, mm. I don't know. I feel like the, the, the itinerary is a little different. Yeah. Um, we are going to, to Harry Potter though. The Harry oh, Potter musical nice. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going in the Cursed Child. I guess that counts. You're going to the Cursed Child. Is that what it is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That one. Nice. Yes. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. My <laughs> Mish is obviously a lot more <laughs> looking forward to it. Because she's she's a bigger Harry Potter fan than I am, but I'm 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 intrigued. I'm I'm really interested. I tried to make a plea to watch Hamilton again because it's down in <laughs> Melbourne now, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll, we'll go another time. You know, funny enough, Harry Potter. We are my sister and I are babysitting the kids tonight, and we're throwing our Harry Potter themed party for them. So we've put mm. candles hanging from the chandelier and everything. Mish, we should have invited Mish to come and watch the movie with us. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean next time. Next, next time, time we're time. babysitting. She's always keen to watch Harry Potter. Yes, 100%. So let us get into this intro before we get into our mains and talk about some music uh, today with you guys. So Bow Wow, Boward Woward, he charged $1,000 for a meet and greet and no. is facing a little backlash for it. So no. just to give a little context. The $1,000 ticket price is for a Diamond VIP experience as a part of the Millennium Tour, which he is currently on with Jermaine Dupri, I'm pretty sure. Pretty much artists from that label and stuff like that. Yeah. And it offers a personal meeting with the rapper. The tour also includes Mario, Kerry Hilson, rotating series of guests also include Lloyd and Chingy. So since there are actually two other meet and greet packages with one costing $150 and the other one costing $450. Bow Wow addressed the confusion saying that his experience, quote unquote, will gain more access, more private time with him. Also to gain access to his private club and everything you can name. There are three different packages to choose from. It's all about how close do you want your experience to be? 
Mm. Chris Brown also recently had a thousand dollar meet and greets on his most recent tour. Recent tour. I hope that didn't come through. Let me say that again. Chris Brown recently charged a thousand dollars for a meet and greet on his most recent tour. Which, if you didn't see, there was a couple memes here and there with, or not memes, but you know, just released the photos, photos that yeah. the yeah of his photo photos with the fans and stuff like that. <laughs> and yeah, no. So this is the second time in a few months that an artist has charged a thousand dollars for a meet and greet yeah. now on the other hand some other musicians who refuse to have meet meetings with their fans mm-hmm. just on any service not just even um after a concert according to a blog includes uh christina aguilera ringo star of the beatles who specifically said he doesn't like mail being sent because it's a waste of paper which mm. i think that's that's Aside from the fan part, fair. It's valid. <laughs> and Tommy Lee of Motley Crue. So, yeah, what what do you think of this I think you know, Bow Wow charging 1K? Like, I paid $450 to get front row VIP for and meet and greet for TLC and Boys to Men at the Star many years ago. That was money extremely well spent. Boys to Men and TLC. I met all of them. So I think that was a really good package. Now, I just personally, because I'm such a Chris Brown stan, I would pay $1,000 just to get mm-hmm. my raunchy photos taken with him. Um, sorry, mum and dad, if you're listening to this, but it's Chris Brown. There's an exception for what's halal and what's not, um, <laughs> what's what's haram and what's not. But Chris Brown's that exce- exception. <clears throat> yes, anyway, moving on. I, th- I would not pay $1,000 to hang out with Bow Wow. Like... I don't know. I'm not going to say Bow Wow is like, oh, it's because he's not, you know, as great as Chris Brown or whatever. Not comparing him to any other artist or anything. I understand that, you know, you're getting more in the package than just a quick meet and greet. Like it's not just a meet, it's a meet and greet and access to all these other stuff. $1,000 though for a Bow Wow experience? No, thank you. Okay, fair enough. I wouldn't spend $1,000 to to meet Bow Wow either. Just as a quick... Final final question to you before we mm. get into a, the meat and potatoes of this episode. Do you believe that Bow Wow is a legend? It's been a running commentary for the past few years, but do you think Bow Wow is a legend? I wouldn't say legend. I'd say significant artist for the time. Okay. Like not legend okay. status. Yeah. But he did Fair a lot. Enough. So, yes, very significant, just not legend. I am not legend. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I personally... Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't put him at legend, but you know, he's done a lot of definitely significant things mm. in the, in the culture that are really dope. And his music obviously was impactful at the time it came out, but exactly. I don't know. I feel like it doesn't resonate with a lot of the newer people. Like it hasn't transcended eras. Yes. Agreed. hundred yeah. percent. So yeah. But anyway, to get onto an artist that I would possibly consider doing a thousand dollar meet and greet for, which is the artist who dropped her latest album today, Ari Lennox. We're going to get into her review of her latest album, as well as a couple other artists, all that right after this. All right, we are back. Let us get into our music reviews for today. Ari Lennox. Yes. Dreamville's queen. 
dropped her latest album, Age, Sex, Location. It is 12 tracks, about 39, 40 minutes in runtime. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this. Mm. Now, before we do, I want to read this quote. It's fairly long from Ari Lennox when her, not her boss, that's a, that's a bit of a label mate <laughs> and head of and CEO of, of Dreamville, J. Cole, Jermaine Lamarco. Who's J. Cole? Asked Never heard her, of him. Oh, don't even, don't even get me started. <laughs> the goat. He is the goat. Anyway, when J. Cole asked her about what this project means to her, she sent a long touching message and it pretty much read like this. Ari said, transitional space, very vulnerable, codependent and validation seeking part of my life. I remember the countless times I was kicked out of dating apps because they didn't think I was really myself. It reminded me of those age sex location days where I wasn't, I actually wasn't being myself in those chat rooms. I spent so much time seeing the God and good in some abusive people, neglecting my needs and self-worth, romanticizing terrible people, ignoring red flags, ignoring my opinions and those knots in my stomach when interacting with people I'm dating, communicating my concerns immediately, no more tiptoeing, no more docile, providing grace and compassion to myself, blocking those that no longer serve me or just literally not responding, blocking the resistance to heal, allowing accountability and maturing, allowing growth to happen, allowing self-worth and self-love and inner work to happen, allowing therapy, allowing dating me to happen, doing things I like to do whenever I want, learning new things, allowing that desperation and neediness to fade. What's for me is for me and I'm complete on my own. This is my eat, pray, love journey and it's my honest goodbye and searching for love. I got it right here inside of me. The end of searching for anything other than self-love and family pouring into me and giving the greatest love to me. Wow. Lolly. Wow, wow, wow. And everyone else. Firstly, she's a she's a queen. She's the queen. And everything she said in that is 110% relatable as another woman, first and foremost. And secondly, I understand the album 10 times more now that she's come out and said that. Mm-hmm. This album was beautiful. Let's start with that. This album was absolutely beautiful and I love the direction that Ari Lennox is going in. I think she's just becoming bigger and better as an artist and her sound is just so unique and beautiful and she's really been able to make different types of music and still stay true to her sound. Um, and now I'm going on a tangent. I don't know if we're still supposed to be talking about the quote still. I just went straight into it. That's okay. From the quote. No, I was hoping you did. Yeah, that that really hit me. Like that quote really hit me. And like I said, I really understand the album more. It's sexy, but it's sensual. Okay. I think the best word for this album is sensual. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's, ah, uh, it's so feminine. That's the word for this. It's feminine and it's beautiful. Hmm. And I really enjoyed this album. I just repeated myself 12 times. Just go back around to the same thing I said. Yeah. Moving on. Don't fire me. <laughs> We're not going to. That was a great. That was a great response. Um, I agree. I love this album. This already halfway through the first listen, I was like, "Dang, I, th- I think this is gonna take second spot already." 
<laughs> I was waiting this, for that. This is, I think, I think the, the word sensual is a great word to describe the album. And I don't know, 2022 is just the perfect year for amazing sophomore albums from R&B songstresses that haven't released in a few years mm-hmm. regarding LMA firstly, yes. who put out hard on, hard on my sleeve mm. earlier in the year, which is following up her self-titled album, which was amazing. And now, like I said, Ari Lennox following up Shea Butter Baby from 2019 with this album, beautiful top to bottom. Her vocal performance is on point. 100%. She's in her prime on a solo project. Her performance on the Dreamville projects over the past couple of years were cool. Mm-hmm. They were really good, but I feel like she was overshadowed a lot by the rest of the label with the rapping with J. Cole and Bass yeah. and J.I.D. who just recently put out his album and all the other label mates. It was hard to place her R&B cuts within rap a rap album yeah. or what felt like mostly a rap album. So I think now that Ari Lennox has dropped you know, another solo R&B album. It's like, yes, this is, this is the context. This is the context we'd lo- we love to hear you in. Not saying that she doesn't fit on the other projects, but just when she's by, like on, on, on her own and not getting overshadowed sometimes, mm-hmm. it, it lets her shine as brightly as she should. I agree. And yeah, I think this is another example of that. Now I've got a couple songs that I enjoy with one standing out above the others. So Hoodie, I love. Boy Bye, I love. Ah, yes. Uh, The song with Chloe. All the features showed up on this project. Summer Walker showed up. Again, Lucky Day showed up. That whole story was was really, really cool uh, that they did like the back and forth on Boy Bye. But my favorite and it was a song that dropped last year, but I don't know. I've just been playing it so much since then, which is Pressure, because Jermaine Dupree, yes. to talk about Jermaine Dupree again, he absolutely bodied the production on production, this. Production, yes. If there was someone else on the production, forgive me, but I just know that Jermaine Dupree produced that beat, and I really know where that that sample. I want to see a track lib um, who sampled breakdown of, of, that, of that song, because I love that beat. And my least favorite, and it's only because it's just not as memorable as others to me. It's not a bad song at all. I love the song, mm. which is Mean Mug. It's just, it just didn't stand out as much as the other ones. Yeah. Like it wasn't as catchy, but like I said, still an amazing song. I have no arguments against the song. So um, it's, it's just in least favorite one because we made yes. a rule <laughs> that we're saying <laughs> that we're making yeah. Joey critique. And I struggled with that too. The funniest thing is my favorite and my least favorite are the exact same as yours. Nice. Like Mean Mug just didn't, it didn't stick for me. It just, it didn't stick. Like I think um, wasn't as memorable was the right way to say it. I literally, your reviews of these were the exact same for me. Pressure was my favorite. um, But I think if I'm going to remove pressure from the equation because it was released last year, I would say that Boy Bye only because I'm a loving lucky day and I really fell in love with the story of this. It was just beautiful the way that the arrangement of this song was just so well put together. It was a journey for me. I I felt like this whole song was an experience for me. I played it three, like I listen usually listen to the album top to bottom. When I got to this song, I played it three times on repeat and then continued. So 
it stood out to me. Like I already love Pressure, but this one stood out if I'm going to pick a different, um, like my second favorite. This this album, I'm I'm so excited to keep listening to this album. I think I think it was mm. it was really good, and yeah, I mean I'm always excited to hear more Ari Lennox. She, she <laughs> she's she's done some dope features earlier this year, and you know as much as it's already dropped a few hours ago as of the time we're recording now, mm-hmm. I'm I'm already excited for the next one. Oh yeah, same. It's like it's like she gave you enough, not to put you in a food coma, but to you know. It like fills you up a little bit, then like an hour later you're hungry. It's that kind of vibe. That's the type of um, snack that this album was for me. I'm definitely hungry for more. Yeah, and she dropped an EP last week. So it's like, yeah. dang, she gave us serving and a little bit. She gave us the main and she gave us dessert. Yeah, so let us wrap up on Ari Lennox. What would you rate it? I'm going to give this one a very honest and confident five out of five. Yes, I 100% agree with that like if we could give a six out of five i would because this is <laughs> maybe a 5.5 out of five <laughs> no yeah it, it it's definitely definitely deserving of a, a high high grade extremely high grade so shout out to ari lennox beautiful project absolutely beautiful i'm so excited to hear what you got next to keep listening to this project to keep to go back to shape butter baby because that's also an amazing project. It's it's not even one and two for me. It's one A and one B with these two albums. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to hear what is next. But speaking of next, let us get into this Kobe D single basics. Yes. All right, let's get into this Kobe D single <laughs> basics. I saw Craig was going off. On the IG, hyping the song up. Like 20 minutes after it dropped. <laughs> what did you think of this single by Kobe D? We've talked about him before. We uh, reviewed his latest EP. I'm pretty sure it was. Did we talk about his yes. Red Bull freestyle? I don't think so. No, we spoke about his EP. Yeah. 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 The Red Bull freestyle, I remember, was fire as well. Amazing, yeah. Kobe D has not missed in a while. I think this track was just better than the rest. It's one of the things where it's he's been building this momentum and he's just becoming better and better and his songs are just hitting harder every single time. Before I even continue, I'm just going to go out straight off the bat and say this is a solid like 4.5 out of 5 for me. I think this was a very, very, very strong song. I think the only thing that's like leaving that 0.5 out for me is the fact that it's not my preferred genre at the moment. My listening is more R&B driven at the moment. That is the only thing that's leaving out that 0.5 for me. The rest of it, 4.5 out of 5 for this one Um, with Kobe D. I think the bars were crazy. The story was amazing. The production complemented the the lyrics and the flow perfectly, and I think this just served. This track was great. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I definitely hear everything you are saying about that track. And I agree. It's a solid track. Both the beats go hard. I enjoy the switch up. It's very J.I.D. like. Yeah. I 100%. personally lean towards the first part though. I think that goes a smidge harder in my, my mm. personal opinion, but the second part still, still goes hard as well. His flows are tight. No complaints, no complaints about the bars All pretty solid overall. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I just want to hear it in the context of a project. Like, uh, 
I think I think that's that's my thing. It's a solid single. It's a, it's a solid single. Mm. I want to hear it mm. in the context of a project. I think that's going to either elevate it or diminish it depending on, you know, which way the project goes. And Yeah, I understand what you mean um, context-wise, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and on that note, I give it a 3.5 out of 5. Just room, just Fair to enough. give it some room. I get that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and you said a 4.5, just to, just to clarify. 4.5, cool. yeah. Cool. Straight off the bat. Yeah, so shout out Kobe D, Basics. Make sure you go check that out. And make sure you go check out the Ari yeah. Lennox album, of course. Now, let us get into our accidental curly fry before we wrap up this episode. So. I'm excited for this ooh, one. Just saying. Ooh, I'm keen to hear what you got. So this is the part of the pod where we share some music that we just kind of sort of just came across without really looking, kind of like finding an accidental curly fry in a bowl of chips, a nice little surprise. There's always so much good music out. And here at MKS, we don't always get a chance to review it all. So this is just a little peek into what's happening in the scene. Now, Lolly, I know you're excited to talk about yours, but I just want to talk about mine first, seeing as I let you go first on the <gasps> main reviews. I was too excited, nah. though. I was like, oh, yeah, let me go, let me go. Fine. Okay, I'll okay. Let you take it. <laughs> Do you want to go? No, no. It's all right. Actually, Gentlemen no. first. No, no, no. I'm actually, a woman. Actually, for the, for the sake of transition, like, segues, I'm going to let you go first because I think mine segues nicely into, you know, next week and stuff like yes. that. So I'll let you go first. I'm glad that you've learned how to use your manners, Rue. And I know your mother is a great woman and has raised you right. So ladies first, I will go first, even though it's for your selfish benefit of the outro, no problem. Segway master yourself. (laughs) My favorite combination probably in the world is Janae Aiko and Tidal Sign. So knowing that they came on a track with John Legend just Uh. killed me. John Legend, Janae, and Ty Dolla Sign on Splash. On John Legend's album? Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. Like crazy to another level. I just thought it was phenomenon. Phenomenon? <laughs> I just think it was phenomenal. It was such a good track. And I really enjoyed it. So that's my ACF. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm keen to listen to it. I'm, I'm, I still have the John Legend album on my, my list, my to-do list for, for listening to albums. Uh, once I once I <laughs> go through this Ari Ari one a few more times, but hundred yeah. percent. I didn't listen to the whole album, but like, I, needless to say, I'm excited for the rest of the album because of this song. I think it gave me high expectations of the album. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And my accidental curly fry for today is a song that's it's already been released actually a while. The single's been released for a while, but because she has dropped her album today, I, I'm going to bring it back up again because I never got a chance to talk about it when it actually dropped, which is Never Forget by Sampa the Great, in which Sampa the Great also dropped her latest album, As Above, So Below, today as we are recording, or recently. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Never Forget. So one of the producers of the song's music video stated, at its heart, Never Forget is an homage to the strength, resilience, and magic of the diaspora. The veneration of time and, in particular, Sampa's Zambian heritage set inside a world birthing itself from a dark ancest- ancest- ancestral monument, we invoke the past to imagine new futures. Never Forget is a ritualistic unearthing and a celebration of our heritages and the power of music in liberation. So that's the really in-depth 
definition of it. Now, yeah. personally, the way I love the song and relate to the song, like I said, on a on a fairly surface level, not as in depth as that that description, is the song is kind of mm-hmm. like a black people did this first. Don't forget about that anthem. Mm. Like mm. anything that you hold near and dear in the culture to your heart, we did that first. Type yeah. anthem. And I love There's it. strength to that. There's yeah. so much strength in that. So, yes, I absolutely love that song. And I am excited to talk about that album next week with you, Lolly. Sampa the Great. As above, so below. We are definitely going to talk about that next week on our music segment. So, yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to discussing that with you. We've discussed already a couple Sampa songs before in the past, but now we finally got mm-hmm. the full body of work. Yes, we do. So. Very excited for it. But yes, that is going to do us for our music this episode and this Tuesday for you guys. Lolly, do you have anything else you would like to leave the people with before we bounce? Yes, RIP uh, Queen Lizzie, my homegirl. Say hi to Princess Diana for me. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Cool. At least we're on the same page. I I was was hoping you were being sarcastic. <laughs> On that note, this has been the Australia Australia's Tastiest Podcast. I am Rue, aka the Culture Black Kid. And I'm Lolly with an I, not a Y. Get it right. And we'll catch you next time. MKS Podcast. Again, Australia's Tasty Podcast and your one-stop shop for all things juicy in the culture. We are out. Peace. Peace of pizza. Thank you. The Midnight Snack Podcast is hosted by Lolly and Rue and executive produced by AJ and Rennie of Midnight Group. Theme song and transition music by Midnight Sound. Be sure to follow us at MKS Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and DM us if you would like to suggest topics.